arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And welcome to Creative Cafe. I have in the studio uh, this morning with me Kellen Doe, who is the a teacher with Kalamazoo Public Schools, an art teacher. I also have Francesca Pellicci. 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 Knew I was going to mess that up. <laughs> and you are with uh, Kalamazoo Risa EFA Dance. I am. Okay. And then we also have the amazing Kim Shaw, <laughs> who's our program director, because today we're going to be talking about Art Hop. That's right. Yay, all things Art Hop. We like to start this radio program asking folks what their favorite morning beverage is. So who would like to start? I can start. Okay. I like to have coffee with almond milk and beet juice. In your coffee? Separately. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> People have told Those me some artists, weird things on the so show. Weird. Yeah, but okay, so beet juice separate. <laughs> That's got to be a little wake up. Yeah, the beet yeah. juice. It's good. Is it? Yeah, okay. you should try it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Me and beets don't have a great history. Um, Francesca, how about you? Tea. Tea? I'm British, so. Uh, yeah, okay. Stands to reason. <laughs> All right, a little Earl Grey in the morning? or I love Earl Grey. Oh, okay. It's my favorite. Great. Right. What about you, Kim? Uh, coffee. I am. I have been throwing in a protein shake lately, you know, to oh, right. trying to make Mixed sure I'm getting. Bit. Yeah, you know, I'm on that train, so. All right. Yeah. Good. Well, we're going to talk about Art Hop today, and we're going to talk about the exhibit that's going to take place at the March Art Hop, which is just next week, um, that both Kellen and Francesca are putting together for us. But before we get to the exhibit, I would love to talk a little bit about your backgrounds. So, Kellen, could you give us a little insight? Yeah. Um, I am Kerisa's CTE Art and Design Instructor, um, and I've been in this position for eight years and before that I taught at North Glade Montessori as their art teacher for several years um, so this is my 14th year of being an art educator and I got my master's in art education from West or from Wayne State excuse me and my bachelor's um, in art history from Western okay and what kind of an artist are you well, I'm super lucky to share a studio with Kim Shaw at Jericho. Okay. And uh, when I'm not teaching full time and taking care of my two little kids, uh, I try to make art for myself. I like to use recycled materials, mm-hmm. and uh, I really care a lot about our environment. And so I'm always collecting people's garbage and then trying to make it into something beautiful Yeah. so that it is meaningful and also fun to look at well that's great and I also enjoy fiber art okay what kind of fiber art um I really love doing I've gotten into eco dyeing lately Mm. Uh, I love batik and uh, weaving and I really enjoy working with textiles in general so very cool yeah Francesca, what about you? What's your background? My background is as a professional modern dancer, both nationally and internationally, as I grew up in England. My education is mainly from England. I have a bachelor's degree in dance and Mm theatre and a master's in dance. 
and then I fell in love and came to the States. Oh. You know, just one of those things. Okay. And I did my teaching degree at Wayne. And I've been with Kalamazoo Reset for 15 plus years as an education for the arts dance educator. So we teach students from over 14 school districts, 14 schools and oh, wow. nine school districts. And I have students from as far as Schoolcraft and Comstock in my Kalamazoo Central classes. I'm there all day. Um, I enjoy the studio, I enjoy the students, and we love making art together. Yeah. Do you uh, have a background in a specific type of modern dance? Um, well, w I did all styles of modern oh, okay. dance, so Cunningham, yeah. Dunham, yeah. Graham, Horton. Right, so you, you have experience in all of them. Yes, I'm a mishmash of <laughs> is there one confusion. Yeah, is there one that you like more than another, or no? No, okay. no. I enjoy every single technique and yeah. discipline for different things because they bring different um, options to the table for students and for teachers alike. Sure. Oh, that's great. And so do you, do you, uh, you teach dance right now? Do I you, do. Do you also have the opportunity to dance professionally at this point? Or? No, I've stopped dancing professionally now. I'm trying to dedicate my time to teaching. Mm -hmm. um, we run a dance team as well. And so trying to find the time to create or choreograph and teach and give the students performances um, or options for performing takes all of my time. Right, well, I'm sure. And so that leads me into my next question this morning. Um, what led you from learning dance, dancing into the teaching? Well, when you're performing, you're not actually earning a salary that you can mm. live on most of the time. Uh, in the UK, a lot of, or most of the companies are union, so you're able to earn a living a little better. But here you have to supplement by teaching workshops or guest choreographing. So I guess since I've been in the States, I've always been afforded that option to oh, gotcha. create and work, do workshops and lead student companies and so I guess you can say I fell into it and then yeah. I found my love of teaching, of teaching. Yes. sure well, and the student body here in the lively arts community in Kalamazoo is inspiring that's great and Kellen it sounds like teaching was actually first and foremost for you with art was that true or were you looking at being an artist first and then came to the love of teaching later that's a good question. I, uh, I've i always been an artist, mm -hmm. as long as I can remember, and always loved art and had a passion for creating. Um, but I was kind of that generation where we weren't as exposed to all of our options for careers. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, okay, I love art. Am I going to be a starving artist? Am I going to be an art teacher? Am I going to be a graphic designer? Don't really know what that means. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I went to Western, I knew I would do something art related, but I wasn't quite sure. And so during my gen eds, I took art history and I fell in love with it. I just loved learning about mm -hmm. art all through the ages. And so 
Um, I was one of like 20 art history majors at the time, and there was 30,000 people at Western. So it was like (laughs) not most people's cup of tea. Right. Um, But I thought I would work in a museum or in a gallery and maybe someday own my own gallery and got a job at a gallery. And all through college, I worked there, and the owner was like, as soon as you graduate, you you can be the manager of my gallery. I was like, great. And then I graduated, and then his daughter really needed a job. Mm. (laughs) So she got to be the manager. And then I was given this unexpected gift of thinking about what am I going to do, you know? And so I took a year, and during that year I was working with kids. And then I realized, oh, my God, I also really love kids. And so that, after I got my... um, degree from Western is Mm -hmm. when I finally realized, oh, let me combine my two passions of working with kids and art. And so that's when I went back to school at Wayne State and got my master's in art education. Great. And you two are, we're going to get to the project in a minute, but you two are working together. Yeah. Yes. Have you worked together before? Have you worked on other projects? Well, we're super lucky that we both get to teach for KRISA. So we both have that unique situation where we have countywide programs open Mm -hmm. to, like Francesca said, Mm -hmm. all the different high schools in Kalamazoo County. And we get students from all over who bus in and drive into Kalamazoo Central uh, to take our classes. Mm -hmm. And so we we work right down the hall from each other. So we get to see each other other all the time. And, but I feel like this really is the first time that we've decided to get together and do like a, uh, organize a collaborative project between our students. Okay. Yeah. And what's the title of the project? Well, I think I don't know if we came up with a definite title oh, okay. or a definitive title, but when we sent out a little thing, we called it Art Moves. Art that, Moves. That was just a mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. Well, That's pretty title. brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And I this is too. before we knew about the yes. Art Hop theme, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. okay. It was like meant to be. Yeah, it is meant so. to be. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It is. We're going to get to Art Hop, but we're going to have to do it after the break. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about Art Hop, and then we're going to talk about the project that you two are doing, Art Moves. We'll be right back. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo encourages you to give to an arts organization of your choosing. We are better together because of the arts. Visit KalamazooArts.org to see all of the happenings in our community. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms. This message is brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, proudly supporting more than 200 artists and arts organizations in our community. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo exists to infuse arts and culture into the commercial, educational, and creative economies of our region. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. We're having a great time this morning in the studio while you guys were listening to a commercial. I'm in the studio today with Kim Shaw, Programs Director, Kellen Doe, who is the Kalamazoo RISA CTA, CTE Art Instructor. You can laugh at me, that's fine. And I also have... 
Francesca Pelecci, and she is a Kalamazoo Risa EFA dance instructor. And we've been talking about their backgrounds because we're going to talk about Art Hop and the fact that they have a collaborative project that they've done with their students called Art Moves that's actually coming to the Weston Gallery. Before we get to the Weston Gallery and that cool project, Kim, what do we have to look forward to in the first Art Hop of 2024? Uh, hopefully not a blizzard like last year. Oh, <laughs> right? That right. was horrible. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, very excited about the first Art Hop. Our theme is dance and movement. So, yes, this is perfect. And um, we are bringing back this theme because it is the 15th anniversary of the Midwest Rad Fest that's brought uh, to Kalamazoo through uh, Wellspring. And that's happening all over our Epic Center that whole weekend, so we're excited about that. But we also um, have 35 stops, official stops, that are participating, and there's a wide variety of art uh yes dance and movement is our theme but um there's a broad range of visual arts and performance um happening in venues as well okay and one of those stops is the weston gallery it's the number one stop it's the (laughs) (laughs) it's funny how that happens every time i know it's so weird so weird how (laughs) weston gallery gets the number one stop every time Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) so kelvin and francesca let's talk about the show that you're going to have in our gallery um can you describe it and how it came to be yeah do you want me to start yes okay absolutely um the Kalamazoo Institute of Art brought an exhibit uh, to their galleries in the fall of 2023. And the exhibit was called The Bridge Between Worlds mm-hmm. by Wu Jianan. Mm-hmm. And I was able to take my CTE art and design students to the KIA to walk through the galleries and experience that show firsthand. And it was very, it was if you hadn't seen it, The work was very large scale, very colorful, lots of line and texture and movement. Mm -hmm. And it was just really inspiring. And then I always encourage my students to read all the descriptions so they can get a feel for what the artist was thinking about, what they were experiencing, why they created this work and wanted to show it to the world. And um, all of the Kalamazoo public school art teachers also had a professional development there to look even closer at the work and take time to discuss and experience. And I just came away really inspired by that artist and um, their ex- the reason that they made this work is because they experienced a time of isolation and they wanted to create a collaborative work to build community and shared meaning. Hmm. And I came back to school and just immediately came to Francesca and I was like, I have an idea. Can we get your dance students and my art and design students together to collaborate on a piece and I could just see in my mind these huge pieces of paper on the floor and her dance students with paint all over their body just like (laughs) dancing and moving on this huge paper and of course she was like let's do do it it. (laughs) wow well I was super excited when Kellen came to me because at the same time we had been doing 
we do technique four days a week and then once a week we do dance history and we'd be working on our BIPOC choreographer unit one of which was a dance company called Shenway Arts based in New York and this is one of their specializations if you think back to the Beijing Olympics they opened the Olympics with their moving artworks moving pieces of energy and so when Callan came to me and told me about a bridge between two worlds I thought well let's bridge this um, project and put it together and bridge these worlds these two art disciplines together so as soon as I said to my students would you like to be involved in this as an optional extra project every single student said yes let's do it let's do it bearing in mind we're in a school environment and painting yourself between classes and trying to get cleaned up with no showers and every single one of them said I want to do it I want to do it so we had to come up with also a costume that was simple that I had on hand and that I had 23 of but that would also add to add add a layer to the artwork or mm-hmm. to the project. So we wore white shirts and maroon leggings, mm-hmm. and we rolled all the paper down, and we got to work. And we had just black paint that the art students brought to us. We dipped limbs in that paint. We had black socks on to try and help. Um, on hands and feet to try and smooth ourselves over the paper because with a certain it's with a certain thickness you will when we're rolling you will rip the paper Uh I mean it happened a couple of times maybe at the edges but this with the hands and feet with socks on really did help us glide across the uh, canvas so to speak the blank canvas and we went from there so by the time we'd finished, we were living works of art, mm-hmm. living and moving works of art, which we also videoed, slowed down, um, edited transitions so they morphed into one another, and then we left it to dry mm-hmm. with totally different-looking students by the time we finished. <laughs> <laughs> them. Uh, black footprints everywhere. They couldn't go anywhere that day without leaving oh, their mark. Boy. I'm sure and that custodian was happy with it. Right. Right. No, we cleaned it. We did. She <laughs> walked around behind the students. that floor, yeah. and it was like it never happened. It, honestly, oh, good for you. an hour later, it was like it never happened. When the custodian came in to gave, give me buckets and yeah. mops, he... He was very concerned. <laughs> very concerned. <laughs> very concerned. And then he came back like 20 minutes later and he was very relieved because... It was all, yeah. all cleaned up. It was up. almost like it had never happened. Yeah. It, it was, was one of, like one of those happenings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a happening. Yes. Exactly. Except we recorded it. Yeah, I was going to say, but there's, there's, there's evidence. There's evidence. There is. And Which we're going to we see will. that, right, at Art Hub? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I have uh, rented a giant television oh, from public okay. media network that we're going to put in the gallery because the video is so lovely yes. and i'm excited to share it okay. yeah so a lot of times especially with uh performance or even with going to see an exhibition um the patron doesn't see the process they see the end product but here it sounds like we're going to see the process um, and the process sometimes can be just as important maybe even more important than the end product. So can you talk a little bit about what the students were, what, what they took away from that process? Yeah, I mean, I, so part of being a CTE teacher, career and technical education, is that 
we're not only learning um, whatever our specific trade is, my program, art and design, those te- those skills, those technical skills, but also working on employability skills and being able to collaborate, communicate, to um, you know make a plan and be flexible and get feedback from someone and being able to mm-hmm. pivot and and so working with 24 art students collaborating with 23 dancers I mean there had to be a lot of teamwork and nonverbal communication especially while they were dancing like oh man she needs more paint let me make sure I bring the tray over here and you know let her or you know just a lot of really strong communication skills that not frankly let not all students get those experiences in school and it was really great to to have not only during the dance portion but even like we had to assemble and disassemble this big blank canvas uh it was really strong paper that was taped to the floor it was 10 feet by 30 feet Mm -hmm. we had to figure out how to get it to the dance studio and then get it back to the art room while it was wet how we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna put it Uh, and then once it's dry you know my students worked on the embellishing portion which Hmm. you'll see mimics the style of Mm -hmm. Wujayanan and um, just deciding what marks are you going to put and how are we going to agree what color schemes and and where to put it and uh, what mediums should we be using to embellish all these things they decided so And it wasn't, you know, it's much easier when you're an artist to work on your own thing Mm -hmm. and make all the decisions. But when you're working on a group piece and there's 24 of you, you really have to make group decisions and be willing to compromise and and lead and and follow. And um, so, yeah, it was really nice to see them working together. It was. And you have to imagine as well that, yes, Cullen's down the hallway but our art students and our dance students don't come together on a daily basis. They're from different schools. Right. Mm-hmm. And so most of the students didn't know each other from these two programs. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Not only did they collaborate well, they yeah. worked excellently together. They inspired each other. They created together. We worked and breathed as one whole unit. And also the dancers improvised that whole Oh, so it was all improvisation. Absolutely. I'm not saying that we didn't do skills and work on different um, possibilities before the project happened, Mm -hmm. because I think it was about a month beforehand that you mentioned it, Mm -hmm. and we started working Mm -hmm. on the history, the artist, the Shenwei arts, and we went from there, and we kept in constant contact about it, decided on a date, Mm -hmm. and the dancers worked on different uh, movements different ways of entering entering and exiting being able to have enough room in the studio for right. 46 people including two teachers right. and a videographer yeah. without including yeah. people that you beside behind the scenes people that you didn't want to see and i think it it actually turned out so beautifully it really That's was wonderful. a moving work of art wonderful it happened we cleaned up and it disappeared <laughs> <laughs> right, but not forever. But not forever. Yeah, we've got like 10 seconds left. So, Kim, tell us when and where we should be seeing this wonderful piece of art. We are going to see it in the West End Gallery, which is uh, inside the Arts Council, the second floor of the Epic Center downtown, yes. on March 1st. Go to www.kalamazooarthop.org. 
kalamazooarthop.org. Don't forget to come to Weston Gallery. Kellen and Francesca and Kim, thank you so much for being here this morning. Thanks for having us.